I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex podcast. How good are diamonds? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. a personal joke, bro. No one's going to get right. that. Yeah, that's right. But you did. You got a giggle and that's uh, all that matters. You know what? That's all that matters. The rest of the half hour of this podcast, just just PJs, guys. Yeah. Personal Post- jokes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant pyjamas. Anyhow, shows how old <laughs> oh, I am. I was like, why would people... I mean, it's fair enough. Good time to listen to a podcast after you've had a shower. True. In bed, wind down with a few lols. Yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, on this podcast, Adam Shand, love him. Normally, if he's on his own podcast, yeah, uh, he'd be getting a few million downloads. So True. hopefully that boosts this one. Hey, our numbers have been better lately, so thank you to no. everyone downloading. Well, they haven't. I get the reports. So. Yeah, no, they haven't. <laughs> no, no, they've been fantastic. Adam Shand's a legend, best crime reporter in the country, and we've got plenty of good ones. Uh, also, um, you're going to find out, yeah, there's an animal on the sunny coast we really have to meet. Let's put it that way. Oh, you're so right. You are so right. You'll hear that very soon. In the meantime, enjoy. Enjoy your PJs if you're in them or if you're not. Mm. Enjoy your just your active wear or your business People wear. People sleep or... nude. I always think that's oh, quite a girl. risk. That's a risky thing, particularly if you've got yeah. white sheets. Why? What's coming out on your sheets? No, don't answer. Don't want to know. No, fake tan. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, and poo. Oh, Definitely poo. Heaps Enjoy of poo. Enjoy the podcast. Poo all over the place. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I want to take you down to Glenory in New South Wales. I know. Well, do you know, um, because I used to date a girl out there way back in the day, a long time ago. Um, that's where, on the way out to Glenory, um, you see one of the Wiggles has his house out there, one of the original Which Wiggles. Which one? Uh, I don't know. It was Is one it of Jeff? the. Jeff? Why are you being a knob? It's too early in the show. Andrew? Mate. Well, that's not even the... one. I don't know if it was Jeff because he's what always are asleep. The other ones? Simon? There, no, there was Murray. Lockie? Oh, that's one of the new Lockie's ones. Lockie's a new one. Okay. There, was Mur- there was Murray, yeah. the red guy with the guitar. Yeah. Uh, there was um, Anthony. Oh, yeah. He he's got, still... No, did he get crook? I think he got crook. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. maybe past... Anyhow. Anyway. Look, he's got a... Sh- and it's funny because it's kind of semi-rural out there, right? It's mm. kind of you, you're out in the sticks and then all of a sudden there's a house of a man who's worth $200 million. Oh, funny you say that. It yeah. is a rural place because that makes this story a little bit more normal. Mm. Um, a Woolies in Glenory. Yes. Had a little I'd visitor today. The, the Woolies in The Glenory. Woolies, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the spice rack section... Which I spent a lot of time in because, you know, it's hard to find a spice that you want. Um, Especially when that's the only part of the place that's in alphabetical order. Yeah, that's probably right. the easiest place in the whole <laughs> shopping centre to find something. Oh, I need some marjoram. Okay, just work my no, way down past the chives. Then there's, there's the master some foods. fenugreek. <laughs> there's the master food section in the Coles brand. Mate, as if you're ever looking at the master food I section. Know, you're the world's biggest tightwad. Anyhow, Anyhow, what was there? So a woman was perusing yes. the spices, as you do. Just in alphabetical all order. all of a sudden... <laughs> yes. What popped its head out, but... I'm a snake. I'm so slither and sneaky because I'm a snake. I'm looking at it here. It's a big uh, python by the looks of it. Three metre long python. Yeah. And how's this? Yeah. The woman who was perusing the spices looking for a marjoram... Yes. ...was... A retired snake catcher. No way. I thought you were going to say she was in a rat costume. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why did I wear this today? (laughs) No. So did she say, I'm not touching it, I'm retired? You know, people, you know, everyone's (laughs) got a mate like that that's like, oh, so my car's just broken down. Wasn't your old man a mechanic until last week? I'm retired now. <laughs> now she uh, very she popped it in its coals in her coals in her woolly's bag. Yes, and, yes, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. The yes. python was returned to the wild, and it was. I'm so slithering, sneaking because I'm a snake. Sneaking away. Yeah, it's uh, since returned though, because mm. obviously it was just there shopping, uh, and it had just been seen uh, going down the highway with 17 rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> Ellie and Beth. 91.9. 
Coffee FM. Speaking of cheap prices, very rare that you'd find a cheap property these days, isn't it? All everyone oh, wants to talk mate, about is COVID tax. How uh, much what? money things cost around these parts of the world, and why not? It's the best place in the world to live. Mm. So it's going to be expensive. Um, look, this is the loosest link to anything. <laughs> look, we had a big day. We've been doing stuff all day, and we got too close to the show. And we thought, geez, we haven't prepared much. Don't tell people that. This like, is, no, I don't you like, could palm this off as no, genius radio. Buddy, no I, don't, I don't like to lie <laughs> to our audience. They're the only thing standing between us and Centrelink. So I think honesty is always true. the best policy. Well, I don't know. I've got only so, fans to back me. So give, I need it. We get for people who want, get feet want, to watch a chick, want to watch a chick smashing some twisties. Yeah. Oh, should I make a twisty campaign? Okay, let's not get to, I mean, we weren't that underprepared <laughs> okay. um, for the show today. So anyhow, stuck for something to do. And I came across one of those puff pieces that news.com.au passes off as news. You know, mm. shock, have a look at this. So what I do? Click. Of course. And I came through. There's a property in Canagan. Now, Canagan... Uh, is about oh, 100-odd Ks from Maroochydore. Let's call it that. Okay. Canagan? Uh, yeah. Canagan. Yeah, it's Canagan. It's, it's Mount Canagan. It's the, where the big radar is for uh, a lot of uh, this area in terms of uh, weather. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. That's, that's actually where my mate's out at the Bureau. They they work from out there sometimes when they feed me the info. On <laughs> Again, we're not that be. underprepared. Uh, <laughs> And it's this, this is a, a, an article about a really cheap property there and something caught my eye. <laughs> it's 50 acres. And they think that it's best for having at least 20 goats on that property. (laughs) Now, you might be thinking, Bexie, where are you going with this? And that's a fair question at this juncture. However... 50 goats isn't that much, is it? No, 50 acres. So you don't want to get that ratio around the wrong way. I said 50 acres, not 50 (laughs) goats. Sorry. What's sorry. going on, Chaney? Pay attention. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, no. We're not not doing goat puns, are we? Get a hold of yourself. What? Get a hold of yourself. Did you just bar over the word yourself to make it a pun? Why would I bar? I'm not a sheep. I'm a goat. What do goats do? <laughs> You're playing the sound effect and you don't even know. Yeah, but what do you call Can that? Can you please pay attention okay, to your own show? Sorry, yes. 50 oh, acres for right. goats. That's a lot of space. So it's crazy. Here's what I want to know. And we only need a couple of these to get us through, folks. The best one will win a double... Broncos v Warriors. We'll pick up your tickets thanks to Ticketech.com.au. Where have you seen a goat or do you have a goat story? <laughs> Any sort of story. You could have grown up on the land, you saw a goat. Even better if the goat's driving a car or doing something that otherwise a human should <laughs> be doing. That would be a good story. So if you've got a story that in any way involves a goat and isn't a joke that involves a goat. <laughs> I've got a friend who's obsessed with goats. Does that count? Well, if they've got a story... That I reckon involves she the would. goat. All right. We'll, well if we get stuck, we'll be speaking to Ellie's mate and no one will win 40 tickets. But if you want to go to the Broncos game, have a think. A goat story will get you in. Not what? I just remembered my goat story. Uh, I'm not interested. I uh, raced a goat at the Shepparton show yes. and I called it Vincent Van Goat. It lost. It was not good. <laughs> Jade you. is in Marcula. Jade, you got a goat story? I do, I do. So it's not my goat, it's my mum's goat. Doesn't matter. They live on a property. And um, his name's Gary, and Oof. he's the coolest little thing you'll ever meet. <laughs> and um, he's best friends with a deer and five sausage dogs. And <laughs> he's obsessed with, like, chips, potato chips. Yeah. And, like, the maybe a taste of beer here and there, too. <laughs> Gaza, so basically, if Gaza, yeah, can, Gaza. if Gaza can fish, he's my best mate. No, like literally, he becomes everyone's best friend. He's like the coolest thing you'll ever meet. People that hate animals and goats, 
will oh. fall in love with him. Oh, people that had animals can just jog on for yeah, another show. Yeah, people who had uh, but, <laughs> got um, me to answer to. Um, just quickly, Jade, I mean, even if you don't win the footy tickets, can we meet Carrie? Yeah. I really, I really want to meet him. <laughs> well, I'm about to create him a Facebook page for him and the deer because Mum's got all these cool videos. Like he's oh. the funniest thing. Oh. Like unlikely meet, animal so friendships. I'll have to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when when you do that, um, hook us up. We'll we'll give him um, some plugs on our CFM socials. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll send Gary the goat famous. I mean, I'll, we've got. I'll hop you for that bit. We'll, we'll collab with Gary the goat. I'm down. <laughs> Between the two of us, oh, we've got down. like 200 followers. But hey, no, we can get mean, Gary the, no, the CFM page. You've got 300,000 on Facebook. That's a bit better. <laughs> Let's go to Ian in Budroom. Ian, what's your goat story? Yeah, I used to go to University of Queensland in Gatton, and we used to always uh, there's a lot of goats there for research the trials. Agricultural so college. Yeah, at, at a and we used to put them in people's rooms at yeah. night. <laughs> Just so people would coats. wake up with like a goat climbing on their room, on their bed or on their desk. Imagine oh. that. You just open your eyes and right next to you. Oh. I don't I don't even think anyone else noticed the way uh, Ian deftly opened his uh, little story there with, I used to goat to uni. Oh, hey. is that deliberate, Ian? Yeah, of course. He's a, so, no, I'll claim it. So, so Ian, uh, I can imagine... Um, Placing goats in rooms where people weren't expecting them could lead to some sort of problems. Did that ever happen? Uh, mostly because both the goats and the people slept very well, mostly because we were at the end of a long night when mm. we were doing this. Yep, fair. Uh, but they would just end up with goat manure all over their oh. room. That's a good point. One year at a radio the station. Goes, the goes just I used to uh, work uh, at CFM on the Gold Coast, mm. actually, and we can converted the entire where the announcers, where all the radio parts were, we converted that into Winter Wonderland with little uh, those little foam balls that you put in a beanbag, the beans, and then I got a miniature petting zoo in and I got them all reindeer hats and whatever else. Won us a thing, but then it cost me $300 in carpet cleaning because they shit everywhere. There you go. Yeah. Who, who would have yeah. thought? They, they are little balls that just smell worse. Yeah, there we go. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, great goat story, Ian. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you. Let's I'm going to be on. honest. The response has been amazing. <laughs> uh, Megan this, yes. in Forest Glen. What's your goat story? Hey, how you doing? Good, thanks. Um, when we were growing up, we had a goat out at a property and it seriously thought that it was a dog. Um, <laughs> her name was Angel and she used to run around with the dog. She used to eat dog food. She just seriously thought she was a dog. And one day my brother and I were on school holidays, mum was at work, and I'd fallen asleep on my bed having a little nap or whatever. He must have been outside or he'd just come home. I don't know what was going on, but he opened the back door. And whenever they did that, the dogs would run up and come and say hello. Of course. So this one day I'm having my nap and my brother did that. He opened the door, the dogs ran up and so did the goat. And I woke up seriously to the goat on top of me on my bed <laughs> with its hoof. And the two dogs, and like that's not something you want to wake up to. It was terrifying. Oh, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and I was no. just like, ah! but he thought he was a dog, but so that's what dogs do. Did you turn around and tell him that? to go back to bed? Oh, I don't. I think I just screamed, and I was like, Nick, help me! <laughs> but she was, she was absolutely beautiful. She just thought that she was a dog, and we had it for years and years. And years. Oh, it was really cool. Let's raise Modern a memory. Let's raise a glass to Angel the Goat. Oh, what a legend, Angel! Just give her a schmacko. And away she would have gone. Oh, because she thought she was a dog. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's I guess I like that's it. okay. I like <laughs> that's okay. Easily pleased. Uh, you know, you it's mean. a far cry from having a goat mount your first thing in the morning, whoa, isn't whoa, it? Really? Whoa, Let's whoa, be honest. Ellie and Bex. Yeah, um, I'd like to introduce you to a dude 
Please. who is uh, quite TikTok famous. I'd like to introduce you to a dude too. That'd be great. Someone to sort of, you know, a companion. That'd be nice. Excuse me, I have two brothers. Some says, no, boyfriend. I have a dad. Different sort of companion. I've got a, a, my friend Leno. Someone to cuddle with. I've got my heat pack for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Does the trick. Sure. Anyway, no worries. Um, right. What are you a cat with that? <laughs> no, I'm not a cat lady. Come on, mate. Um, all right. <laughs> I would like to introduce you to this man. Have a listen. Hello, yeah. my name is John John. My pride and joy is my human know. spine collection. And in the US, there's no federal regulation against the ownership, sale, or possession of human osteology, so it's completely legal. Okay. What do you think of John John? Okay, first of all, you lost me at John John. Once will do. Secondly, <laughs> I gotta ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Imagine. You've pulled up because you're in the dating game. So you imagine you pull up at a cafe, wherever the hell your kids date these days. Mm-hmm. You sit down and the opening address is this. Hello, my name is John John. My pride and joy is my human spine collection. Yeah, look, it's a red flag. <laughs> it's what we call a red he flag. He starts in looking the at your industry. back as you're walking away, going, oh, geez, that looks all right. <laughs> Honestly, you Don't should have see, one of those. In this video, he yeah. genuinely has hundreds of human spines just, I'm sorry. hanging up in his house. I'm no. That it's probably got something medical, and I know that it's scientific, but you're kidding me. No, he's me. not a medical student or a doctor. Yeah, if you think that's anything other than just makes you want to puke slash call the cops, that's something. But the fact that he has to qualify his number one hobby by saying there's no law against it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Red flag. Right, I know. So, John John, sorry, I'm going to be swiping right that's, on you. That's left a no, on you. no, no from me. Kelly and Bex. 91.9, one of the things that I love doing, as you know, is I love scouring the local Facebook pages yesterday. Looking for friends? No, the legend we had on yesterday who had just asked a simple question. It was Clint. Had Mm. asked a simple question, how long does it take a family of four to go through sleep? Because his family were charging through it. Mm. He got 400 comments and they were all just people trolling him. So we thought we'd get him on. He was an absolute superstar, wasn't he? He was a a legend. Funniest bloke. One of those men that just is constantly giggling. Yeah. uh, You know, which was just amazing. And uh, we got to the bottom of how long it should take. And Mm. uh, he was on his way and sorted him out with some stuff. Certainly longer than three days. So it made me feel good. And I thought we should do it more often. At the end of the day, you know, this show, uh, for all our, our giggles and our fart jokes and whatever else, is uh, for the people of the sunny coast. So, so true. I mean, I've got fart sound effects if you want them. You're going quick one, just for everyone. Oh, my God, really? You never let me do it. There we go. Oh, That's how good this show gets. Good radio. I noticed one about a local group of dancers who just want to get their wiggle on. And we know that dancing has been such a hot topic of late. Mm. So I thought I'd get Marion on from Palmwoods, who's uh, representing this group. Marion, welcome. Please tell us uh, what you went to the interwebs trying to get help with. Thanks for having me on the show. We're looking for some um, space to rehearse, a space with mirrors, so that we can um, really practice our and perfect our three-finger smile, get those facial expressions going, really sharpen our moves. Don't have to tell me. Don't have to tell me. Of course, um, uh, was at Event Centre Caloundra last year. Uh, I did a uh, four. A four-disciplined routine. Um, and I'm going to tell you, being able to see yourself just really well makes it pop. Okay. Just makes it pop. I have a few questions. What is a three-finger smile? One more than a two-finger. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's a classic, classic dance move. So that you've got to um, you've got to make sure that your smile is. Um, dominating your face and um, the test is to see if you can fit three fingers. It's better if you can do even a five-finger smile oh, or God. better if you have five fingers, four-finger smile. Yeah. Um, and 
yeah, it's it's actually um, dancing is actually all about the faces. It's not about exactly. The I can. I'm just testing yeah. myself right now. I've got my hand in my mouth. So I can put my whole hand. Marion, what I so. know is it's you and a group of others. You've got an '80s dance trip. It's legit, and you guys are going to a comp in which you're representing the sunny coast against places like <laughs> Brisbane and the <laughs> Gold Coast. Um, so is this a dance battle? Yeah, essentially, it it's oh. going to go down. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> It's a it's a legit dance battle. We we have to we are the first team from the Sunshine Coast to dance battle against um, the north, south, east, and west of Brisbane. Stop it. This is like average Joe's and, and Brisbane is Brisbane now. is Globo Gym. So yeah, that's what's happening here. So, so in, a, in a dance battle, is it like okay, I'm gonna whip out some hip hop, boom, 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 and then I throw no, to the other team? No, it's an 80s dance battle. Oh, okay, it's but, fluro, it's leg warmers. Yeah, but then do you throw it, to the other team, it, it and is. they have to go and dance back at you, and then they throw back to you? Is that how it works? Well, look, it's it's highly staged and rehearsed, oh. um, but um, but yes, essentially it is a dance battle. So um, I was formerly a um, competitor on the Southside team in Brisbane. So <gasps> oh, you, you patched over. Wow. Yes, yeah. This is some West Side Story so, stuff, um, man. Yeah, so it's going to be really tense when... Um, <laughs> Sunny Coast and South Side of Brisbane dance this is, battle it out. This so it's is going like to be that. some real Cobra Kai stuff happening. Wow. Oh, so, is, look, the is. basic fact is you're one of us. You're from Palmwoods. There's a whole bunch That's of right. women who are doing something that they bloody love and enjoy. And, and boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. everyone. And, and they're doing yeah. something they enjoy. All they need is a space. So we're talking church halls. We're talking dance studios. We know a couple. I'm not going to mention you by name because I don't want to... I don't want to uh, shame any of my mates out, but we know a couple of people that own dance studios and, and all this is about is just having a facility for just a couple of hours just to put the finishing touches so you can go down to Brisbane and shove it in their lily white faces. <laughs> That's what this is about, right? That's right. That's right. And if people from the sunny coast also want to come and support us in Brisbane, it's on Sunday the 19th of September at 6.30pm. Love it. It's about to go down. So, of course, people can contact us. But, uh, Marion, do you guys have a uh, Facebook page, a web contact, something if someone just says, oh, hey, I've actually got a big shed that's ventilated, you can use that, you know? Yeah, look, we're we're good for the dance spaces. We're really after dance spaces with mirrors. Okay. It's, it's all about the mirrors. We just can't. We gotta get that free finger smile. Can't get enough of our own faces. Yes, I know. Um, the, yeah, I know the so. feeling. I work with Ellie. She, uh... Yeah, you do. You're lucky, thing. Man, all right, so thank you for shedding some light on dance battles. <laughs> no. If, if people want to contact me through um, Facebook Messenger, Marion Woodhead. There you go. Lovely. Cheers, Dale. Just doing our bit. There you go. Thank Thanks, you. Marion. <laughs> I absolutely love this series. I absolutely love this man's work, whether it be a podcast, whether it be his radio work, but some of his best work, I think, is uh, uh, on the small screen. Adam Shand with Australian Crime Stories. Adam, what's the episode you got coming for us this week? G'day. It's actually the story of Renee Marsden, which is a story that every family should watch because it relates to catfishing on the internet, where, where people use the internet to to gull people for romance and different things and finances and so forth. But this one is very different. And uh, someone here, Renee, was basically catfished by a close friend of hers and made to believe that she was falling in love with a man she'd never met. Mm. And, and at the end of all this, after 18 months of this mental torture, poor Renee took her own life. <gasps> and what's outraging to me about this is that under no statute existing in New South Wales, or Australia for that matter, can the perpetrator be prosecuted. Is that so, right? Yeah. How so does that even work? You know, catfishing laws rely on there being a financial incentive. Oh. 
for right. money changing hands or something like that or, or extorting money, whatever it is. But in this case, it was just someone gulling somebody else for their own personal reasons. The fact that it was so tragic, it really highlights, I think, particularly during lockdown, I mean, our kids are sitting in their rooms and they're on their uh, devices and so forth, and they're talking to all manner of people. Who knows who they're talking to? And the family, which uh, I think they're still in shock. This is eight years later. They're still in shock, and they still refer to this alter ego that her friend created as being alive today as a real person. So you can see the depth of the of the deception that took place. And it's just something that needs some legal reform, but also needs people to be aware of how vulnerable uh, you know, a, a young people are on the internet. So nothing ever happened to the friend? Nothing. The, the coroner um, looked at this and said, unfortunately, there is no law that covers this. It is a, it's a case of people have to protect themselves and make sure that they have the kind of relationship with their children. But, I mean, this, this girl was 20. She wasn't a kid, by the way. She's 20. Mm. And so it's the kind of relationship you, you have to keep having with your kids to be able to know what's going on. And uh, it brought it home to me. I've got a daughter about the same age. Mm. And uh, she told me that, you know, she's not always honest with me either. It was a bit of a shock, to be honest. Adam, I, I just want to take you, if, if, if at all possible, into my bedroom. Um, wow. On a nightly occasion. Uh, one of my favourite things... I've been there before. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. Hey, you... You said you enjoyed it. One of my favourite things to do is consume any uh, amount of, uh, you know, non-fiction with regards to Australian crime and Australian history, which means I've heard a lot of your work. I've seen a lot of your work. I've got to ask you this, podcast-wise, Adam Shand at Large, honestly, is one of my most recommended uh, podcast series. Are you working on more of them or more of that sort of style? Um, I am. I'm working yes. on, on a bunch of those. I'm working on a new podcast for the cops in New South Wales called the State Crime Command. We're also doing a real true crime buff podcast called Australian Detectives, which is oh, yes. really going to the nitty-gritty of a whole bunch of cases that you probably know, the murder of Victor Chang, yes. um, a whole bunch of cases like that. So it's really about, it's for true crime lovers. I'm actually just doing a voiceover here for a shootout at Melbourne Airport in 1992, which is very, very dramatic. So I'm, I'm loving it. Can you, can, can, can you, in your uh, inimitable style, just give us, I mean, just something that doesn't give the game away, just a little bit of a voiceover line down the line as if I'm, I'm in bed or I'm on a, a road trip and I'm listening to a, an Adam Shan podcast. Yeah, but make Bex the murderer. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, from this actual podcast is like, the crooks only knew the flaw in their plan when they picked up the money bags and realised they were much heavier than they thought. They were going to have to get there to their van where their high-powered weapons were unarmed. Chills. Chills. Absolute I want to know chills. what happens. Mate, oh. uh, small screen, big screen, your work is absolutely worthwhile. And I, Ellie will tell you, I don't hand out compliments left, right and centre. Yeah, you've got a couple um, of fangirls in us, Adam Shan. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And Thank you. Australian Thank Crime you Stories on Channel 9. Check it out. Good on you. Talk to you again soon. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. He's only little, but he's so cool, Bruno Mars, isn't he? Uh, that, I thought you were talking about our next guest, Scotty Cam. There's nothing little about he's Scotty. Also met Scotty. very cool. He's got uh, hands the size of your head. Whoa, <laughs> Scotty Cam, so sorry about that. He Welcome does. to the show. Oh, g'day, guys. How you going? That's cool. not an insult saying that a man's a big, uh, got big hands. That's a, it's anything, anything but, I would suggest, wouldn't you, Scotty? Uh, that, that doesn't worry me in the slightest because I do have big hands, actually. That's true. That's true. You well, go. you know, you used to be a trader yourself, so you, being on the block, you know, yep. that works out well for you. I've just been reading about you, Scotty Cam. Is it true that you were just sitting in the pub one day oh, God. and some producers Hasn't from heard Channel this story 9 came 700 up to you times. and were like, hey, you should be on Backyard Blitz, and that's how you got into TV? 
That's, uh, yep, pretty much how it happened. Uh, I, I was at the pub that I went to every Arvo, you know, like on the way home, washed the dust away, as I used to say. Of course. And um, uh, a, blo- a bloke came in and said, I'm screen testing for a Carpenters uh, to do a TV show that hasn't gone to air yet, you know, and do you want to do that, mate? And I said, not really, you know, that's not my go. I don't know anything about that. But then he, he rang me, he got the number off my unit that was sign written, you know, with all the numbers as it used to be. Yeah. And uh, he rang me the next day and said, I'm in your area. I just want to come down and do a quick little screen test. And anyway, I got the job on Backyard Blitz and that was 22 years ago. Jeez Have you done an honest day's work since? That is the big question. <laughs> yes. yes, he yes, has. Yes, I have. You have? I, look, I stayed on the tools in my business while I was doing because I thought, the TV would last, you know, it'd be a bit of fun. I didn't want to do it, really. Yeah. My missus said, you know, you should do it for a bit of a change and have a bit of fun, something different. So I thought, oh, I'll do it. It'll, it'll only be for a year. Uh, so I stayed in my business for another 10 years, well, 12 years after that. I didn't stop. I'll get, I didn't get off the tools full-time until I was 50. Really? And so I, I did both because I just assumed it was going to stop at some point. So I sort of got off the tools when I was about, yeah, a bit, bit, bit over 50. Uh, and, um, and then that sort of, I still work. I still, I still get, go and do stuff. I've been working today, actually, uh, with a nail bag on. And um, so I love doing it. But uh, obviously television has uh, taken over my life a bit. But it, 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 the good thing is it's TV and it's building at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And, and TV money has allowed you some things. I remember when I worked in Sydney, we used to... Uh, have you on the show quite a bit, and you'd uh, put in, you dug in underneath the house and put in a gantry train and chain, uh, yep. sorry, uh, 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 you know, crane, I should say, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Mate, the only reason I'm doing this is for the hourly rate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Scotty, honest question. Uh, 15 years, I think it is, for the block. It's a lot, anyhow. It's enough to almost be driving um, if it were a human. Um, it's surely the biggest challenge in television, be it reality or otherwise, is to invent yourself and reinvent yourself every year. Is that a challenge for you guys? Uh, absolutely, mate. Yeah, like it's, it's tough. Um, you're right. Like, being in, in uh, television... Well, the show's been going for 15 seasons, um, uh, but, um, you know, we've got, to, we've got to refresh it every, all the time, and we've had a couple of years, a few years back, where it got a bit, it got a bit slow, I think, and we revamped, and, and that's, that's the challenge of, of those sort of things. I mean, at the end of the day, we're in the entertainment business, and we've got to entertain people. So we can, it's all well and good to build and, and do all that sort of thing, but people want to sit down and watch it. So, yeah, it's, it's a challenge, and, um, but we're, you know, we love it. We love the show, and we've you know, been committed to it for years, and we love talking about changing it and, and, and you know, getting back to old-school stuff that, we, we, that the people used to love. And so that's, I think, what we do now is, is just sort of deliver a good old-fashioned family show that everyone can watch. And uh, your mum and dad and the three kids can sit down and have a look at it. And that's all I want to do, too. I, I've got three kids, and they're growing up now, but that's all I ever wanted to produce is, you know, is, uh, is stuff that my kids would watch. Are you saying you want to go back to old school and so you can go scout pubs for other yeah. new talent yourself? Like now you're on the other side of the stick? Is <laughs> that... yeah, well, I mean, I'm always up for going to the pub. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, He's already for whatever doing reason. It. But, um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'd love young people to come into the game and uh, it's getting harder these days, I suppose. Back, back when I started, it was pretty new and, and uh, the, there was no real reality building shows on. We were one of the first. And uh, so it was, you know, it was groundbreaking stuff at the time and everyone loved it. And now there's been lots of it and we're, so you've got to sort of stand out from the crowd. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. And look, it is a testament to the hard work of you and the people around you that it's been going so long. It's now, as you said, 15 seasons deep. Amazing stuff from the block. Scotty, always good. Uh, it's probably frothy o'clock where you are. So uh, feed up yep. and uh, we'll talk soon. I'm having one right now, actually. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, good morning. Hey, and best. 91.9 BFM.